morning, but I, I, I'm skipping down to well into my notes to begin here. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse number 5. Jeremiah chapter 17, we'll look at verses 5 and 6. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 5 and 6. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like a shrub in the desert and shall not see when good comes, but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land which is not inhabited. Now, I'm not trying to leave out the next part because the next part he's talking about how blessed we are when we do put our trust in God. And obviously we, we want to experience the blessing as opposed to uh, what the Bible here identifies as someone who is being cursed. Okay, I'm beginning here this morning for a few reasons. The first one is the emphasis on learning to trust God. The emphasis on learning to trust God. This is I think one of the two most important life lessons, the first one being to learn to love and the second one being to learn to trust, to learn to love and to learn to trust. Amen. Learn to love and learn to trust. And here he is pointing out the the dangers and the issues and the negative effects of putting our trust in People putting our trust in man as opposed to putting our trust in God and making flesh our go-to, making flesh, when it says making flesh your strength, meaning we go to the things of the flesh for answers. We go to the things of the flesh, uh, you know, to solve our problems, to, to try to figure out how to correct this or overcome this or or, you know, be successful in, in, in this area. And as we look at this passage from a New Testament, New Covenant perspective, I think we do need to point some things out. And one of the first things we need to point out is that as born-again men and women, Jesus became a curse for us so that we could be blessed with the blessing of Abraham. Somebody say amen to that. He literally came under the curse that was on top of us, lifted it off of us, and carried it away so that we could now be blessed men and women. And that is a reality for every person who has been born again. You are blessed. The Bible says you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. And we could and have in the past, and I'm sure will again in the future, do you know, more extensive teaching on the blessing of God and what it means. It's an empowerment, supernatural empowerment from, from heaven to enable you and me to do what God put us on this earth to do. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people look at the blessing as something you say before a meal or something you say after someone sneezes, but the blessing is the supernatural empowerment from heaven upon you to prosper and to, and to succeed. And we are blessed. We are a blessed people. But a lot of God's people who have been blessed by God are not living every day of their lives in the reality of the blessing. And even as born-again men and women who have the blessing of God upon us and within us, we can still fall short of or live like people who do not have that blessing on their lives. Amen. If we put our trust in the wrong things. If we put our trust... In, in the things of the flesh 
and, and in the things of men. Now, I want to go all the way back to where we started this year, and I know we're, what, halfway through October now, and, and January seems like, for a lot of us, a distant memory. But Father began to speak to us in January about this year being a year of significant shift, that he wanted to literally propel us forward in some things, as opposed to gradual incremental growth, development, and maturity. He wanted to move us, you know, a a giant leap forward, a significant shift. And he began to speak to us about different things in our lives because with every significant shift, there comes a significant if. And it's, it's not just up to God whether or not we experience a significant shift in our individual lives, families, and family of faith. But with the significant shift comes a significant if, if we are willing, if we are listening, if we allow him to help us make some changes and do some things uh, differently uh, and, and better in our lives. And from there, he directed us to Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount where he first instructed us, if you remember, to lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven as opposed to investing everything that we have and all of our hopes and and all of our focus uh, upon things here on the earth. Because what Jesus then went on to explain is that wherever we've laid up our treasure, that's where our heart is going to be. And so he told us that, you know, what we lay up and where we lay up is where we will look to, is where we will look to. And so from this, remember the Lord explained to us, and just to try to simplify these things, part of my job is to give you something to say. Part of my job is to help you understand the Word of God in a way that you can apply it to your daily life. And what the Lord said to us from the Word and the words of Jesus there in the Sermon on the Mount is that what you look to becomes the lens you look through. What you look to becomes the lens you look through. And if you look to heaven, heaven then will become the lens that you look through. And of course from there, I didn't mean to review this much, but I feel like I'm being led by the Spirit to do it right now. From there we came, the Lord gave us this statement, okay? You were never meant to live in the world with a view of the world that comes from the world. We're never meant to look at our life in this earth and our place in this, you know, we're never, we were never meant to see that from, a, from this world's perspective. Uh, and so he told us to look to the heavens, right? And he would then give us the right perspective, the, the, the right way of seeing things, the right lens, if you will, uh, of our life here on earth. So again, what you look to becomes the lens you look through. So where you lay up is where you will automatically look and then where you automatically look will become the lens through which you automatically see. Now, when you look through that lens, this then becomes the lens, if you will, that you live through. You live through this lens. Every person on planet Earth is living through a lens. Every person on planet Earth is is looking through a certain um, mindset, a certain way of looking at things and and that way of looking at things that mindset that way we process things it either it's either comes from god or it comes from this world it, it either is is the way things truly are if the light that is in you remember we said light's the ability to see things as they truly are and jesus said if your eye be single your whole being will be filled with light with the ability to see things as they truly are but if you're if you're focus is fragmented if you're if you're if you're if your eye be evil or literally divided 
bad is different translations we looked at. Um, he said you, would, you, you, you will not be able to see things as they truly are. Your vision will be distorted. You, you won't see things accurately. And, and obviously we've always needed to see things accurately. But the stakes have never been higher. And as the world around us is changing, God is looking for a people who know what time it is. He's looking for a people who see things the way He sees them. He's looking for people because in the same way as it was in Jesus' day, not, I mean, I'm obviously things have changed, but, but the world population was much smaller in Jesus' day than it is now. And in Jesus' day, He said, this world is filled with people who are like sheep with no shepherd. And, and, we, and we're needing, God is needing, the church is needing, this world is needing men and women who can stand up and say, I know the way forward. I know, I know a way to peace. I know how to have joy. I know how to, how, how to can, can we fix that? Whatever that is. Amen. Okay. I mean, I'll preach without a sound. I can do it. I do it all the time at the foundry. I can preach that one. Amen. Okay. Okay. 